Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm a host. Ah, I am a host, but I am your host, Whitney Lease. Just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Thank you for joining me again for my foray into whatever is happening to the planet. Um, so this week I had a completely different show planned. Um... But I decided to take a, a a shift, a change in direction, if you will. Um, so recently, I was invited to four to talk about privilege and politics and being a woman of color in 2019. And what does that mean for people who have a platform, no matter how small? They invited me to chat. I went up to New York, which is a hop, skip and a jump from Philly. Um, and joined the four team and their CEO, James Nord, on his podcast slash YouTube show, um, dubbed A Drink With James. It was so dope. It was such a great experience. I had such a good time. We had a really great conversation. I wanted to share that here um, because, yeah, like, this was kind of like a big deal, guys. Like, I'm a teeny tiny influencer compared to the, some of the people that they work with. The people that they work with have so much incredible sway over so many people. And I'm just out here talking about truth. And so, you know, they're used to dealing with people who have thousands upon thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers. And for them, you know, it's a business, you know, they're an influencer platform. It's a numbers game. They have to be able to tell massive brands and businesses um, that the people that they represent are going to deliver. And so itty bitty me getting on this massive platform, this massive stage with these people who have huge influence, but are too scared to take that influence and say, hey, you know, it's wrong for people to lock up children in cages and have them sleeping on floors and dying of things that we have vaccinations for, like the flu, which is completely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous that, you know, that black children are in so much more peril than any other children should be. In fact, children should be safe. Children, children across the world, across it's across the country, across our cities should be safe, no matter what their ethnic background or makeup is. Um, that if you're on the LGBTQ, um, IA plus, if you're in that community, then you should be treated just like a human being and not like an anomaly or like some weirdo, you know, you're still a person too, and you still deserve respect. Um, all these things that people somehow made into political issues, which actually are moral issues. Uh, James was wonderful enough to have me on the show. We talked about a lot of different things. And so without further ado, Here's my interview on A Drink with James. Look, for the last section of this, uh, I was super excited to bring in Whitney from The Reclaimed. Um, Whitney is from Philadelphia, smaller influencer, 13,000 followers. She came in from Philly this week to have a conversation about privilege and politics and 
what that means in minority communities on Instagram. She is super inspiring. Um, I love the conversation, and we are going to end the show with that. Very special guest today. I have Whitney Elise from the great city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Uh, I actually almost moved to Philadelphia. Yeah. I went to college in Pennsylvania, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and and, and nobody knows where that is. Mm -mm. Um, (laughs) And so Philly was like, that's the city, right? Mm -hmm. And I had this interview where they paid for my train ticket to go out and interview. Fancy. While I was still in college. And I was like, that is incredible. (laughs) Somebody would pay for my train ticket to come and interview me and then not give me the job. Um, I think it worked out. It eventually did. <laughs> it eventually did. But we could have been neighbors. I could right. have been a, who knows what would have happened right. if I was in Philly. Um, but thank you for being here. We're going to get to why you're here in a minute, which is, well, I'm going to give you a little, like, a little, a little taste of what's to come. We're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about privilege. We're going to talk about those things together. The two Ps, if you guys don't know. That is now what the two Ps are. It's politics and privilege. Um, But before we get into that, maybe let us know how, you know, how did you get into this world? So I've been writing literally all my life. My mom makes a joke about how she could literally paper her house with all of the pages that I've written. Um, but you go through like an emo poem phase or no, no, no never okay. more like a, a Maya Angelou poem oh, phase. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni, yeah. um, all of those folks, uh, God, like heroes, true heroes. Um, but I went through a really, really rough time in my life, a lot of personal loss. And one of my friends suggested, well, why don't you start a blog? Like just start writing these things down, start getting it out because I, at the time I wasn't writing. So around that time, I was also doing a lot of thrift store shopping and I was finding these amazing things at the thrift store. And I was like, who would throw these out? And the two started to click. Um, And so I started writing about those things and I started relating stories about those things. And then a few years in, I was like, you know what? There's other things going on. Uh, Am I allowed to curse on you? Yes. (laughs) There's other shit going on in the world. And, you know, I could talk about this really cute outfit or I could talk about something that matters. Mm -hmm. You know, something that's important. Um, Not to be Debbie Downer, you know, because I know that blogging and Instagram and that stuff is a form of escapism. Um, And I get all of that. But at the same time, there's shit going on. We got to talk about it. Long and the short, The Reclaimed went from talking about things I was finding at thrift stores to pretty much anything because women, people are multifaceted. And so you can, a lot of things can exist at one time. You can have an, you could absolutely slay an outfit and talk about why, you know, black lives matter, things Mm -hmm. like that. And how far into, you know, publishing online, having the blog, did you start to bring the like real shit in, (laughs) into that? Um, for me, it was really early on because, you know, being black and in America, you kind of like can't ignore these things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Yeah, you can constantly post the things that you're finding at stores and whatever. But the truth be told, like we're kind of raised with this intrinsic understanding that America really wasn't built for us. Mm-hmm. It was just built on us. Mm-hmm. And that in a lot of ways, you know, <clears throat> you could either ignore or fight the second-class citizenship that people kind of throw on you from just being a person of color, and then add on to that the tax of being a woman, 
And so, you know, it was really, it was pretty early on. It was probably like within the first year or so. Like I was taught, I feel like I was alternating in between and now it's just grown into whatever I feel like talking about, whatever's happening, whatever's going on, so. And, you know, today, do you find yourself gravitating towards, like, do you feel like you're pretty balanced in what you're talking about or are you, you more focused now on issues and talking through, you know, and being activists and things like that. Right. Um, I find that I'm pretty balanced. Um, it's really interesting because someone asked me if I would call myself an activist and I was like, well, I would never call myself an activist because activists are out there doing the work. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a, I get to sit in like pretty coffee shops and tap on my Apple laptop about the things that like are going on in the world. But like activists are out there really doing the work and really in the fight. I'm just talking about it. Mm-hmm. But that's something anyone can do. Anyone can talk about it. And knowledge is spread, you know, by us opening our mouths and asking questions and talking to each other about it. So. And have you been surprised, you know, talking about things that a lot of people aren't, you know, don't want to talk about? Have you been surprised at all in the reaction or the, the community that's come out of that? Is, is part of part one of the question. And then part two, I think, is like, what is that? Have you been surprised by what that community looks like and how they act? Actually, yeah. So at first, I was really nervous because all around me, I was seeing skinny women posting these outfits, posting their vacations, posting the yummy things they were eating or, you know, the beauty products they were being sent. And here I go, a <laughs> little black girl talking about, well, you know, we shouldn't shoot children in the street and, you know, police brutality is a real thing. And all of a sudden, two things started happening. So the people who were following me for the fashion instantly dropped off. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them just dropped off. That just wasn't their thing. Mad respect, fine, whatever. But then people who were like everyday people, like, you know, not the power users of Instagram like yeah. we are, but everyday people started following me yeah. and started saying, like, I love the fact, and I, I get these emails all the time, like, I love the fact that you can talk about the things you're putting on your skin or things that are helping you sleep or the things that are helping you with your health, but also talk about, you know, mental wellness for a person who is, like, dealing with the trauma of racism mm-hmm. that all those things can be true in one microcosm, in one being, and that, you know, that conversation can cover a multitude of issues. And so I was really, really surprised that the, like I said, it grew like, like wildfire and Mm -hmm. I didn't really expect it. Um, So that was, that was a major surprise. An unpleasant surprise was that when you start telling the truth, a lot of people who are uncomfortable with the truth start to come after you. And so, you know, my block game has to become very strong because (laughs) on occasion you'll get like a nasty little, you know, N-word here or, you know, terrible comment there. And you literally have to be like on it, delete, 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 because I'm not going to give you space. And I'm not even going to give you energy because there's this thing that exists called do not engage. And I am a big proponent of that. Basically, it goes back to being a preschool teacher, which I was earlier on in life. I've lived like seven lives. (laughs) Being a preschool teacher, I look And if a kid's throwing a temper tantrum, you don't engage. Mm -hmm. You don't give them any energy. You don't give them anything. You let them throw their temper tantrum. And when they're done, you ask them if they're all right. You ask them if that accomplished anything. You make them realize that that didn't connect. Do not engage. And so I apply that with, 
you know, racists and homophobes and bigots of all types. So I wish you could. Yeah, I, mean, I wish more people would would treat Trump that way. Just like let's just not engage. No, do not engage. Do Don't not talk engage to him. No, the crying sociopath in the corner. <laughs> um, so you know how you ended up sitting here, um, as you said, right? Like your following isn't as big as the people that are usually on the show. You've no. built a you've built a nice community. Your Instagram's at thirteen thousand. That is not easy in this day and age. So cheers to that. Um, but you know, the, I mean, Tessa has eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. the reason you know you ended up here was I talked about uh, a few episodes ago. I was talking about politics and saying that I think it is irresponsible and it is no longer acceptable for influencers if you have a platform that you have to educate yourself and you have to speak about this stuff. And, and that might mean that some influencers are Republicans, God forbid, um, <laughs> totally their right to talk about it, but like you have to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and there's the old kind of adage, right. Of like if everyone in the country voted, we'd never have another Republican president ever, you know, we just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't vote except yeah. old, old dying white people who are Republicans. vote. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, I talked about politics. I talked about this call to talk about politics and you threw up a story um, just saying, you know, imagine the privilege of not having to talk about this. And it wasn't something I I thought about bringing up or, or mentioned on the show. And I instantly was just like, come talk about this, (laughs) you know, because I can't, I, I can't talk about it precisely because I, didn't think to talk about it mm. because I live that privilege. Mm. I have, I mean, I mean, look where we're filming. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I've been really fortunate. I was raised, you know, in, a, in an affluent family. Like I didn't even think to bring up privilege when talking about mm-hmm. the call to, to speak on politics. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, let's have you talk about it. So let's, let's talk about that because a lot of the people that are watching this show, um, are nervous about talking about politics, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and are living in that privilege, mm-hmm. you know, and have their biases. How do we, a collective we as a, as a country and, and people, I guess, watching this, how do we understand that privilege better and what should our reaction be to it? So the first thing that I would say is that people need to listen to each other. Um, people more often than not, we're all ranting and raving on the internet, you know, and, you know, it was just like what we were talking about earlier where, you know, a bunch of Democrats, like we're screaming in a vacuum, you know, we're screaming at each other saying, you know, uh, the same things, but just louder. It's just a bunch of noise. It's just a bunch of cacophony. Meanwhile, you have a bunch of like black people, like sitting in the corner, like, yes, that's all true. But we want someone to make sure that our children aren't shot in the street. You know, we want to make sure that we have proper housing. Um, and so when, when I went on, it wasn't, it wasn't addressed at you. Um, I actually appreciated that you brought up the fact that more influencers need to talk about politics um, because, you know, you're using your powers for good. You know, you being a privileged, affluent white man, you can go into rooms that I can't go into. And you can say things that I can't to people I'll never talk to because your voice will mean more to them than mine will. 
you know, and vice versa for me. And so, you know, it's just black people have never really been afforded the privilege to just sit and ignore laws because there have been laws made against us since forever. You know, I was thinking about something um, just as basic as hair. You know, obviously we have two different textures. <laughs> obviously mm-hmm. we do. Um, and both great. Uh, uh, both, fantastic. Like, both two good see? heads of hair. Come here. on now, follicles. <laughs> we are out here. Um, but I was thinking about the Tingong laws in Louisiana that were made to make sure that black women had their head covered. Um, because of the ornate styles that we used to have. And this was during the period of slavery, things like that. And that was a law that was legal. It was legal for someone to demand that I cover my hair because of how elaborate it looks. Um, Thinking about, still thinking about hair and thinking about privilege, you know, how, you know, you might've heard a few influencers of color talk about why it sucks to see, you know, a, a Kylie Jenner or a, a Kim Kardashian wearing braids, you know, and it's not about the styles itself. It's about the messaging that we got for decades that this style was uncouth. It was unclean, that black women's hair was it, it was unprofessional. And it, it got so bad that there has to be laws in place. The Crown Act from California and New York had to be put into law so that people would not discriminate against people of color for just their hairstyles. And when you think about things like that, you see how we don't really have the privilege to ignore it. We have to pay attention. Like this whole movement about stay woke, stay woke. Well, black people never went to sleep. Like we've had to stay woke because like that meant survival. That meant being able to live. And so I, I, I think that you know, with other influencers who say, you know, I really don't want to talk politics because I want, don't want to lose followers. My answer to that is, do you want an audience or do you want a community? Like, do you want people who are just going to watch you like you're some type of entertainment? Or do you want people who are going to engage with you, who are going to trust you, who are going to buy the things that you're selling, but also care about the things that you're talking about, who think that you care about the things that they're talking about? Um all of that is really, really important, and I think it's missing in the space because we have too many people who want attention and not enough who want to make an impact. So, if we had a mic to drop, I would ask you <laughs> to drop it, but it's attached to your your sweater. Um, so, let's say I'm watching this, I'm listening to you, I'm feeling inspired to to get out there and to talk about this more. But I don't know; I'm not educated. Right. I'm not, I haven't educated myself on politics because it's not for me, right? right. For so long, growing yeah. up, it was just like, you don't talk politics. Oh, my God. I was you raised, you're just like, you don't politics, talk politics. religion, and money. Yeah. Yeah, you don't talk about those things. Um, that's not the case anymore. Mm-mm. But there is a huge knowledge gap, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it can the internet can be intimidating because you can say something, mm-hmm. and then people come at you with all these facts, and they know all this stuff. You're wrong. You're wrong. You know, and they start yeah. attacking you. Yeah. And then you feel stupid. And embarrassed, you say, I'm not going to do that again. Mm. So what, you know, to the people that maybe want to talk about this but aren't feeling educated, what do you think the first step is? What do they do when they they turn this podcast off or right. YouTube? Like, what's right. what, what should be the next step? Well, there's a whole slew of incredible influencers who are talking about these things. Not Not a personal plug. I'm saying there's people who I look to who are talking about these things. And um, we'll put, maybe we'll get that... A list from you and we'll put it in the... Uh, Absolutely. We'll put it in the, the <laughs> description. Absolutely. Okay. Um, that are t- 
talking about these things, um, I would say follow them. Um, that's one easy thing. Like no one has to even see you do it. Also, you know, the internet is a very big place full of lots of information. Um, we live in an amazing time now where you can learn anything that you want. Go and do some Googling, go and do some searching, um, read up on some stuff. Like it doesn't make any sense. We are literally walking around with tiny computers holding the wealth of information of all time of humanity in our pockets. It if you want to learn something, you can go learn it. Um, also, like I said earlier, listen to people. Um, a lot of time people feel attacked when people, particularly um, when there's a discussion between black people and white people and black people are saying, you know, this was offensive to me. Rather than people saying, you know, well, wh why was that offensive? Oh, yeah, help me understand. They're like, nah, it didn't happen. Nah, no. Mm -hmm. Forget you. I didn't mean to be offensive. You're just, yeah. I'm sorry you feel that way. That's I'm the worst one. I'm sorry you're offended. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what I was trying to get at. It's just like, no, I'm like, it's literally offensive. Right. I, <laughs> it's really offensive. Like, I'm trying to help you. Like, I'm trying to help sure, make sure that you don't get canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, just dialogue with people, listen to people, engage with people. Um, and learn. There's so many resources, so many places to start. And I will say, you know, I think that like if, if Valerie, Valerie is watching, hi. Um, That's how I found her. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and it, for me, having been, this is episode 179. Whoop, whoop. You know, like I say shit that pisses people off. And just asking why and being like, can we talk about this mm -hmm. has been transformative in my life and following Valerie and following a lot of people that live different lives and are passionate about different things and come from different communities. For me, you see, you know, you, you can start to see the world through someone else's eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, that's the beauty of the internet, mm -hmm. right? Is that like, you can start to see like, you know, even like how, something that's in the news that is interpreted one way right. on one part of your feed and mm -hmm. another on the other. Mm -hmm. And you see this other viewpoint that you would have never been exposed to and you're like, that makes a lot of sense actually. Mm -hmm. And now like, I wouldn't have initially thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Seeing that, it changes your vision. I think it changes the mm -hmm. way that you start to see the world and you start to see the world as it is, not as you wish it to be. Right. Um, which is... For white people, white men a lot of times, uh, that you are owed the success, mm. that you earned it, mm. um, and that the world is not unfair. Right. But it's supremely fair. It just so happens that you are at the top <laughs> because you were so good. Because you were so good. Now, meanwhile, in the black culture, we have this adage, you have to work twice as hard to get half as much. And don't be a black woman because then you have to work four times as hard mm -hmm. to get a quarter of as much. Um, we were raised on that. Like, you have to work twice as hard. You have to get better grades. You have to, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. Now you have an entire generation, an entire group of people who feel like their, their, their meaning is based upon their work and not who they are. Mm -hmm. um, and then we look at people like you and we call you entitled <laughs> and 
snotty, and I'm like, that's not, that's not, that's not it. That's not it. A little bit of truth to it. No, (laughs) (laughs) but like my whole thing, and you're probably gonna hate this, is I, I never want people to isolate people as in their groups. So like white people, yeah, come and talk to black people. Like, you know, let's black people go talk to white people. Like we need to engage each other because too often the rhetoric tries to separate us. And that's the same for Republicans and Democrats. Like I'm gonna surprise you. I have Republican followers and a lot of them agree with the same stuff I'm saying because I'm like, is it is it political to say that people should be able to live <laughs> and have their children not separated? Yeah from them yeah. or put in cages to die? Like, is that a political thing? No. no. And like, is it is it a political thing to say that people should have healthcare? Is it a political thing that, to, to say that people should have housing and food and, and education? Those things aren't political. That's something that everyone wants. Gun control, all those things are, are things that everyone wants. And I feel as though as soon as we all start to engage each other and have these courageous conversations, we're brave enough to put our armor down, put our weapons aside and say, hey, I'm a person, you're a person, let's chat. We'll be better off, but we got to start talking to each other, not screaming across the wall at each other. There you go. I I can't think of a better way to end it. Uh, If you're not following Whitney, uh, we'll obviously put that link there as well. You should absolutely do that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Major love and shout out to the team at four and to James for that conversation. Um, It's not the typical influencer conversation where you talk about, you know, the latest trends or what's been working for individuals or what's better, a, a you know, professional camera or just using your phone and all those things like that. So it's very, very interesting. Um, and, you know, I dare say uh, appointed uh, for those of us who are believers out there who are listening that um, I had that opportunity to talk with James, who comes from a completely different tradition and lifestyle than I do about things such as the Tingong laws and, you know, cultural appropriation and Black Lives Matter and things like that. Um, And while it was a short conversation, uh, the entire conversation was maybe like 20 minutes um, and they kept most of it in there, which I was really super surprised about. Um, But it was just, it was an honor and a privilege and I did the opportunity is not lost on me. So um, James, if you're listening for team, if you're listening, thank you so much for the opportunity. I sincerely appreciate it. Um, It was a pleasant way to professionally end 2019. And yeah, I'm still, I'm still in disbelief about the whole situation. Um, But I think that this was a personal lesson to me. Um, kind of a nod from God, if you will, that there is an, an important value of speaking your truth and staying authentic and staying transparent. Yeah, there's, there's thousands, thousands of influencers uh, pop up every single day. And there are thousands of people who have a bigger following than mine and better engagement and better brand deals and better photos and a better profile. But There's something to be said about being brave enough to step out and speak what is true to you. What is what is 
the hard thing to say, not for hard, not saying the hard thing for hard things sake, but being brave enough to put yourself out on a limb, no matter what it is. So that's, this is my encouragement to you. Let's say you're an aspiring makeup artist and you make some really interesting and vibrant and colorful and creative looks, but you're scared to start your Instagram profile or you're scared to do videos on TikTok or you're afraid to start your YouTube because, you know, other makeup artists don't look like you and you maybe look a little different. Who cares? Go out on the limb and start it. Go out on the limb and do the thing that you're afraid to do because your breakthrough is steps beyond your comfort zone and you have to get out of your comfort zone. This was me getting out of my comfort zone. Would I have rather hid in Philadelphia and did this over the phone? Absolutely. Did I need to push myself to take a short little bus ride up to New York and face these people face to face, look them square in the eyes and say the things that were placed on my heart from the stories, the countless stories that I've heard from my people and my community. That's what I needed to do. I'm telling you, you guys, like I'm learning this as I'm living it. The best opportunities that I've ever had were steps beyond my comfort zone. And then you notice your comfort zone gets a little bit bigger. And then it means you need to step a little bit beyond that and keep going and keep going. And remember that you're not just representing you. Like you're not just representing you out in these spaces. Like how would it look if I was just out here for self gain and for self selfish reasons? Like that door probably would have never opened but I know that I'm I'm representing Cecilia, the lady that I talked about um, on Juneteenth, my great great grandmother. I'm representing Ruthie. I'm representing Nadine and Carolyn. I'm representing Taryn and Kalita and all of my siblings. I'm representing my husband and his family. I'm representing my people and the voice of my people that may have never reached those types of rooms with those with the people who listen to that particular podcast or um or youtube video so who is you who who will your voice reach like who is waiting to see you as a representative of them who is waiting for your book, for your podcast, for your YouTube channel, for your TikTok, for your art, for your painting, for your music, for your poem, for your, your, who's waiting for you? Focus on them. Keep being authentic. Keep living, keep living this thing out and keep being yourself. You are unique. The Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. And we are, we are born with a purpose. There are no purposeless people. Every person here was made for a reason. So what's your reason? I'd love to hear back from you guys um, as we wrap up this episode of the Reclaimed podcast. I'm going to remind you that you guys can follow me and find me at the Reclaimed on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can follow me on TikTok at the Reclaimed blog. Uh, you can find my blog at the Reclaimed at blogspot.com. And you can find this podcast 
pretty much in a lot of different places, including where you're listening to it right now. <laughs> um, I am going to put a link in the description so you can listen to the rest of A Drink With James episode 179 um, and just the rest of them in general. If you are an aspiring influencer of any kind, particular, particularly on Instagram, um, it's, it has really helped me grow as a as a person in this in this field but if you're an aspiring one if you want to grow if you want to if you want to develop and 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 shift into a a more professional arena this is a great show to listen to I've been listening to it for over a year and a half and it's done wonders for me personally um I think that's all uh there will be a few more episodes I have a few more surprises for you guys But until then, thanks so much for listening. And as always, peace, y'all.